Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. There's good reason the Treasury Department selected Tubman as the new face of its $20 bill. Tubman lived one of America's most remarkable lives. Born into slavery in Maryland, she escaped by making her way to Pennsylvania on foot. And then she returned south again and again to rescue family members and other slaves via the Underground Railroad. As a railroad conductor, Tubman is credited with delivering 70 slaves from the south to the north. She boasted that as a conductor, she never lost a passenger. Later, during the Civil War, she led an armed river raid that led to the rescue of another 750 slaves. And now, for the first time, Tubman's life has been given the Hollywood treatment. There's not much time. You got to be miles away from here for dawn. Where is she? Follow that north star. If there are no stars, just follow the river. Listen for them. Fear is your enemy. Whoa. Easy now. I'm gonna be free or die. I don't know if you know how extraordinary this is, but you have made it 100 miles to freedom all by yourself. Would you like to pick a new name to mark your freedom? Harriet Tubman. Harriet was directed by former St. Louis resident Casey Lemons. It opened last Friday. But Lemons and her team at Focus Features aren't the first to turn Tubman's life into art. For three years, Glynis Brooks of St. Louis has portrayed Harriet Tubman in a one-woman show. Here to tell us all about it is Glynis Brooks. Glynis, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. So how did you first get into playing Harriet Tubman? So for a long time, I have been doing shows, one-person shows about various topics, often focusing on black history. So there was actually a school in San Francisco called Commodore Sloat, and I performed for them yearly, and they asked me if I could create something new for 2016. And so I started researching, and I was researching about the railroad and... Harriet Tubman, I just thought everyone knew about, but when I started researching her story, I was kind of blown away by the many things that I did not know. It's an amazing tale. Yes. I mean, there's so many pieces of her life where you just think this can't possibly be true. Yes. And it, it 100% was. How deep did you end up going in your research? So the show that I portray is from is her from age 9 to 92. So I researched stages throughout her life. So how do you go? You're going from age 9 to 92, and yes. you're doing this where you're on stage that entire time. There's no time for major makeup change. Nothing like that. Yes. How do you span that gamut as a performer? So she is placed on different places on the stage, in different places on the stage. And also I just might do a really simple costume change, like what she had to wear as a child, which was basically like a burlap sack. And then what she wore when she was a little bit older, I might put a shawl on. And I just kind of morph my body into what I believe those different physicalizations would be at those different ages. So you're able to suggest a lot without having to do these elaborate Hollywood type things. Yes. (laughs) Now we've got a clip from your show. Let's give that a listen. Oh, oh, get that freedom. Oh, 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 freedom. I got to do my best in every single way. I want to live out the freedom that I have today. I want to honor those who came before me, who fought and died for a life they couldn't see. Freedom. 
And that's Glynis Brooks' one-woman show about Harriet Tubman. Glynis, it almost has a hip-hop kind of sound to it. What made you go in that direction? So I actually have a friend named Sheila Nicholson, and she recommended that maybe I write a rap because I wrote a show on the history of rap years ago that I used to tour throughout St. Louis. So I wrote a rap, and since I tour this show in a lot of schools as well as different adult centers and et cetera, we thought that that would be a good connection to the young people. So what kind of response do you get when you do this for students? So I was amazed the very first time that I did this for middle-aged students. They were sitting on the edge of their seats, literally, and they were completely silent the whole time. They were so silent that their teachers were just looking at them, uh, almost afraid, like, what is going on? And then when I crossed the freedom line, they just burst it out into just spontaneous clap and praise. And then as they were exiting after the show was over, they were yelling, freedom, freedom. And some of them told me that they felt different. They felt stronger. They felt more powerful or empowered. That's got to be great to see that kind of reaction. It was really inspiring and encouraging. Now, you end your show with a very inspiring message. Let's listen to the very end of your show here. Okay. I want you to keep the faith. And remember this, behind every great dream is a dreamer. And each of you here have the strength inside, the patience and the passion to reach for the stars and change Glynis Brooks, what do you hope students take away from getting to see you do this performance? So one of the main things, I want them to know what they came from. They are standing on the shoulders of people who gave their very lives, who who risked their very lives, people of all nationalities, black and white, who came together and said that everyone has a right to equality and that there should be justice for all. And so I want them to feel inspired to pursue their best for their life. I want them to know that not only do they have to look at the lives uh, of others in social media Mm -hmm. and the cool things that they are doing, but they can actually take this energy and invest it in themselves and find out who they are, what their talents are, and contribute them to their own lives, their families, their communities, their country, and just change the world. Do you get the sense that coming in, uh, most of them just don't even know uh, who Harriet Tubman was? I do. Most of them will say that they do know who Harriet Tubman is. They've heard her name. Yes, just like I said it too. But once I tell the story, they, as I discovered, find out that there was just a lot that went into the building of Harriet Tubman, that she grew from a person that maybe did have some fears, but she grew into becoming a warrior and really going after her freedom and the development of her life. So let's talk a little bit about the movie, Harriet. I know you okay. got to see it last week. You were there at one of these special screenings. What, yes. what was your reaction to the movie? 
I thought it was really amazing. I thought it was fantastic. It was emotionally moving. In the beginning, there were some things that weren't really clear. I understood them because I had done the research. But I wondered if other people would know that when she was 13, she was hit in the head with an anvil, a steel anvil that caused her to just pass out and black out completely. And from there, she would have sleeping spells. But during these sleeping spells, she would have these visions that would tell her Mm-hmm. where to go and to make it to safety and she was never caught nor did she ever lose a passenger but as the movie went on I began to really appreciate the the acting for one mm-hmm. I thought uh, Cynthia was fantastic and I began to really appreciate the way that they showed her humanity her love for her husband, the pain that she went through when she lost her husband and when he married an, another he woman. Moved on. Him, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he moved on. And I, I thought that they they brought about some amazing messages as well. Like, for example, one of the people that was played by Jan- Janelle Monet, who owned a boarding room, said to her, what does a man what does a man have to do with a woman touched by God? Mm-hmm. And just basically letting Harriet know that her her story is actually bigger than just romance. Romance is important, mm-hmm. but she had a calling on her life that would change the lives of many people and bring them to their freedom. She had a real mission. She had a mission. Her, her life was bigger than this man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> now tell me, I know overall you are very much a fan of this movie, yes. but what were some things where um, the movie sort of diverged from what you know about Harriet's life? What were some things that it, it got wrong? Well, I, I, I went back and I did some research again to see if maybe I got some things wrong. But one mm-hmm. of the things that I understood is that she changed her name in the beginning. She actually went, to, her first trip to freedom was with her brothers, her first attempt uh, to freedom. Now, she made it, but they were afraid. And so they turned, they back. turned back and she kind of helped them get back to safety. And then she moved on. And also, from my research, I saw that she changed her her name during that first meeting Hmm. with her brothers with the purpose being that they didn't want anybody to be able to trace them back to slavery or the plantation. So I I wondered about that. Also there, I don't know how much of the movie I can tell without giving it away. You can give a few spoilers. Okay, okay. So there's one, there's one place where maybe she kind of jumps off of a bridge and mm-hmm. I don't know that that specifically happened as she plunged into water. I think they show that in the trailer for the movie that rather than be captured by this master I think who's chasing her yes. that she chooses to plunge from this very scary height. Yes. So you're saying that may not have happened in her life. That may not have happened but what what is true is one of her quotes was that I have a right to either freedom or liberty. I have a right to either death or liberty. And if I can't have one, I will have the other. And no man will take me alive. Mm-hmm. So Harriet Tubman, as well as the other slaves, were known to plunge into whirlpools and quicksands and do whatever they needed to do to escape. So it sounds like that was not historically inaccurate. She That's she correct. would have done that. We don't know if she did it. Yes. But yes. yeah. Um, well, so look, it, it seems like with this movie being out here right now and with it doing well at the box office, um, there may be more opportunities for you. And so this yes. one woman show, this could this could take off even more. Yes. So Glynis Brooks, thank you for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome, Sarah. Thanks for having me. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Thank you.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.